Hello, friends, and welcome back to the show. I am so excited to introduce you to my new bestie. We met each other once on Zoom, and we immediately decided we were going to be best friends forever. And I knew I needed to tell you more about her and bring her onto the show. Now, a little bit of a preview of today's guest. In 2019, after unexpectedly losing her husband, five days after they returned from a whirlwind trip to France, Bevin founded the Take the Damn Trip movement. Her damn framework has inspired hundreds to connect with the people that they love, do the crazy thing that makes all the difference, and when given a choice, to take the damn trip. Additionally, she is a business strategist and coach who supports small businesses and entrepreneurs in developing and executing strategies to take their revenue to six and seven figures. Y'all, she is a powerhouse and you are in for a treat. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now, let's get climbing. Welcome to the show, Bevin. Oh, thank you so much for having me, new bestie. <laughs> I'm oh, so my excited gosh. to be here. <laughs> I am so thrilled that you're here. You know, like I mentioned, we so we connected via Zoom for this new speaker program that I was exploring getting started with. And we just immediately connected and I knew that I wanted to know more about you. It was one of those things where I'm like, wait a second, can we just like schedule out the rest of the day to keep talking? <laughs> um, but also I wanted to know more about you and I wanted to share your story with my community because in the brief amount of time that we first connected with, I was like, oh my gosh, this woman, I need to know more. So thank you so much for being here. It really does mean the world to me. My pleasure. Okay, so Bevan, I know I teased our audience a little bit by telling them, you know, the, pie, the the big picture view of who you are, but I really want you to set the stage for us. What is your story and what's led you to this moment where you're at today? Yeah, absolutely. So in 2019, my husband, Mark, gave me four bottles of Bordeaux wine and a card written in French for Mother's Day, which he didn't speak French, so that was a little strange, but <laughs> I did. And so once I translated it, I realized that he had planned a whirlwind trip to Bordeaux, France for my 40th birthday, which was about six months later. And he told me so that we could plan it together. I mean, he had it very well planned, but he we wanted to do all the the fun little things that we liked to do together. We loved to plan stuff like that. And I was a mom of a brand new baby. So I had a two-year-old and a four-month-old at the time. So they were, he was going to be 10 months old when we went. So I needed to like freeze enough breast milk, like logistical stuff. And so then two weeks later, I got laid off from a job that I absolutely loved. I thought I was going in for a promotion. Instead, I got laid off. And so our immediate reaction was, oh my God, we should cancel our trip right? Like mm -hmm. that's just crazy. And we decided to wait and see what happened over the next six months. And a couple of weeks after that, we were out walking on our country road with no sidewalks. And I said, you know, I don't want to look for a job anymore, which I'm sure he was like, what? Because <laughs> we were very much a two income family. We had two young children. And so 
I said, look, I am tired of putting my financial health in the hands of anyone else. This was the third time I had been laid off in my career and I just wasn't willing to do it again. And so I decided to start my own business doing what I had done for the last 10 years in strategy and brand development and launch execution, but just for smaller businesses and entrepreneurs who wanted to take that business to six and seven figures. And so I told him, I said, look, let's just do a proof of concept. Let's see if I can make $5,000 by the end of August. And if I can, then I'll just keep going. And so I made like $0, $0, $1,000. And then by the end of August, I hit 5,000. And then in September, I think I hit like seven. And October, I hit my first $10,000 month. And then I think November, I signed like my biggest contract to date. And so I was like, it works, it works. And so we decided I would keep going, but we still thought, okay, it's not proven enough that we should go to France. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we decided to go. Like even the day before, I was like, this is so crazy. Let's just cancel this trip. But we decided to go. We had an amazing time. We explored a city neither of us had ever been in before. We ate delicious food. We drank amazing wine, celebrated my birthday. And we got to be together the way we had been before we got married, before we had kids. And it was just so great. We've always been such an amazing team together. So had an amazing time, came home. It was the week before Thanksgiving. So we, Mark had taken the whole week off work. So we took our daughter to her first movie theater show. We got the house ready for Thanksgiving, which has always been my favorite holiday. And it was pre-COVID. So we had 25 people coming, did stuff around the house. And then the day after Thanksgiving, I went upstairs to wake Mark up and he was ice cold and he had passed away unexpectedly in the middle oh. of the night. And he had he passed away from unex, um, undiagnosed heart disease. So we had no idea he was sick. It wasn't like we went on this trip as, you know, that last bucket list. It was completely unexpected. He weighed the same he did in high school. So there was no indication that one of his arteries was 95% blocked and the other was 50% blocked. And so all of a sudden, my entire world was flipped upside down. Mm -hmm. I'm now a sole financial provider with a very fledgling business. I am the mom of two children under the age of three, and I'm doing all of it without my very best friend and the love of my life and honestly, my biggest cheerleader. (laughs) So, you know, to say that it was a a new normal is, again, understatement of the century. And so I I shared something about it about a month later. um, I was talking about my birthday and that trip and how... I was so glad we had been together on that adventure and that whenever you're faced with a choice, just take the damn trip. And that really resonated with people. And I got Mm -hmm. so many messages from people saying, oh, I had this amazing trip with my mom before she passed away. Or, you know, I'm taking this trip with my family and I'm so excited. And I realized it's, it's about so much more than a trip right? It's about a chance. It's like taking the damn chance on yourself, whether that is starting a business or selling everything and living in a camper van or, you know, going, um, going on a trip with somebody or like opening yourself back up to a relationship, just like whatever that is. And so I thought about it 
about all the the most difficult things that I had been through. Because I didn't just lose my husband. I lost my dad to cancer when I was 24. I lost my home in a house fire in 2010. I've been through years of fertility treatments to get my to bring my children home and a miscarriage. And so it's like, what is it that I do differently than other people to navigate these things? Not better, but differently. And that is how I came up with the DAM framework. So I'm going to say the word DAM a lot, <laughs> but it means something. It's, it is these four mindset shifts and practices that you can put into place in your life to overcome difficulty and to create really amazing things. I mean, I used it to build my business from zero to $300,000 in 18 months, even while grieving the loss of my husband and the solo parent and in the middle of a pandemic. And I also used it to decide in 2020 that to move forward with the IVF that Mark and I had planned using the embryos that he that we had frozen before he passed away. So I'm now the mom of three children wow. because I had the damn baby. <laughs> so these mindset shifts are really powerful and really like once you see them, you can't unsee them. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I want to hear more about the damn framework, but before we dive into that, do you think, I love that you've taken all of these challenges and all of the the losses that you faced in your life and you've turned it into something that can support not just you, but other people through life and all of the big things that we come up across. While you were going through those life-changing experiences, like losing your husband, did you know this was happening or was this something that you were able to look back in hindsight and say, ah, this is what, this is what helped me. How can I teach more people how, how to do this? Yeah, it was not, I popped up the next day and said, how do I make this a movement? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I want to make sure that people are clear on that because I still grieve the loss of my husband, even I think what, two, two and a half years later, there are still days that I, you find me like curled up on the closet floor, just sobbing because I, because I love him so much. Like, and he's still very present in our lives. And, you know, my children, we talk about him all the time. So it was definitely not something, you know, Steve Jobs in, I think 2005 had a great commencement speech where he talks about, you can't connect the dots going forward. You can only connect them looking back. Mm -hmm. So it was really when Mark passed away, I really looked back at all those difficult things and said, what got me through them? Now that I know them, there are times where I find myself in a situation and I like stop and do the, so like the A is a tendrone party. So like I stop and I get present and I, I realize like, what are my thoughts telling me about this? So now that I can see, like I said, now that I see them, I can't unsee them. So there are so many times where I now utilize them. But so like, again, the N is now is the time. So when I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm really scared and really drowning in anxiety. What do I do? It's like, well, now is the time. Like you got to get into action. So yeah, hundred percent. Like I'm not, if somebody has just gone through tragedy, I'm not, I'm not sitting here like, why haven't you turned it into something yet? <laughs> I didn't expect sure. it to, I didn't expect yeah. to it to turn into anything. What do you think, you know, even thinking back to when you got laid off, you said you got laid off three times and some people might think, 
at that point that going out on your own is is a risk, but it's almost like you decided that not going out on your own was a bigger risk. And I feel like that, like there has to be a certain mindset to help you take that leap. But also I just feel like hearing your story, there's been so many instances in your life that I think other people would say, well, yeah, if I was her, I would have given up too. But you never did. Yeah. So specific to the laying off part, (laughs) I realized – this is a conversation we had many times. I said, look, when you get laid off, you – when I've been laid off, I have lost all my income in an instant. Going out and working with clients, if I lost a client, I would lose a portion of my income. Mm -hmm. And so I I would always knew I could bring that – back up. It is a little scary. And I'll tell you that when the first time I ventured into entrepreneurship, I made $4,000 in the first year Mm -hmm. and $11,000 in the second year. So I would not call that a raging success. (laughs) Um, But I used, again, I like sort of used this. So the D is decide and declare. And I decided what I was going to focus on. What was my top priority for that Period. And that's what I focused on. And doing that allowed me to create more momentum in that. Mm-hmm. So then the second part of your question about not giving up. So there's there's a couple pieces of that. When Mark passed away, I had to take a step back and say, what is my top priority right now? Well, it's the health and safety of my children, right? Like they were two and three and two, one, right? Like very young. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's the health health and safety of my children. And then it's the health and safety of myself. And then it's keeping this house because Mark and I built our home as our dream home, forever home. It's like, those are the three top things that I need to do. And in order to do that, I need to run my business. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I wanted to run my business because I was tired <laughs> of feeling ineffective when it came to managing all the things that unfortunately come with someone passing away, like dealing with social security and life insurance and all that stuff. And I was felt so, so ineffective that I wanted to work with clients where I could feel like I was making a difference and I was being challenged creatively. So from that standpoint, it never occurred to me to stop completely. Mm-hmm. Um, I just knew I needed to move forward. And the thing I would say to your listeners who are saying, if that happened to me, I would just give up, is you've made it through every hard thing that you've ever been through. Yeah. What makes you think you couldn't get through the next hard thing? It's when we get stuck up in our heads of, I could never do that. And again, this goes back to the A and the damn framework. That's anxiety. It's not fear. And when we're in anxiety and we're in our thoughts and we're thinking we're, we're, you know, stressed out about the past or worried about the future, there's nothing you can do. You're just, you're just spinning in your thoughts. And of course that makes you think you couldn't make it through. Mm -hmm. But when it hits the fan, (laughs) you get into action because there is action that needs to be taken. Yeah. I love that so much. And, you know, this podcast is called Climbing because- it's really a metaphor for all of the challenges that we face in life. Um, it's kind of like climbing a mountain, but not just one mountain, like a series of mountain ranges, right? Yeah. When you get to the top of one, you're at the base of another. And we talk all the time about baby steps. And when you talk about this this anxiety, this fear, what does that action sometimes look like? Like, is it 
I feel like sometimes we have this idea of like, well, starting a business, that's too much for me. Yeah. Yeah. So how do we, how do we simplify and start where we're at when we're, when we're starting from that place of anxiety and fear? Yeah. Okay. So you talk about baby steps. I call them micro actions. Love that. So um, again, all right. So there's a couple steps to this process. So let me just really quickly say the damn framework so that yes, when I do that. It, people will know what I'm talking about. So the D is decide and declare. And that's deciding what you want more than anything else right now. And then starting to declare it. And and I don't say like shout it from the social media rooftops. Like there's a whole layered declarations process that I teach. So then A is attend your own party. And that is staying present in the moment and on your own mat. So not comparing yourself to everything else that's going on. And also understanding that we are creating our experience through our own thoughts. Through our, like our experience creates the filter that we then see life through. M is moments, not minutes. And that is like just committing to the the precious times that we have with the people that we love as opposed to just minutes, right? Like really seeing the special in, in, in every day, sure, but like also choosing the special. And then N is now is the time. And that is what we're going to talk about here, but it's, it's, there's never a perfect day. So why not today? But when we're standing at the bottom of a mountain, that is the most terrifying place to be because we're looking up at the top and mm-hmm. we're standing still. So it's going to require the most um, energy and effort to move forward. So I talk about micro actions. And this is like, to use your analogy, going to the first tree. Yeah. And then the next tree. And you can climb an entire mountain going tree to tree to tree to tree. So a micro action is breaking things down into the smallest possible action that you will actually take. So it's not start a business. It's not even like build a website. It's yeah. buy the URL, pick the picture for the homepage. And if you say, okay, great. So my, I'm going to build a website for my business, right? And the first thing I'm going to do is like write the copy and you find yourself still paralyzed, Mm -hmm. make it smaller. I'm just going to write the headline. Still paralyzed? Just open a Google Doc. Because when you start to take those micro actions, the momentum builds on itself. And so then it's just inertia, right? An object at rest tends to stay at rest. Well, an object in motion tends to stay in motion. So once you start your feet moving, it gets easier and the momentum builds and things start to come together in a way that are, is supporting you. And that's when all of us, all of a sudden, right, you end up at the top of the mountain and you're like, how did I get here? Well, I just went one micro action to the next mm-hmm. and look at all this progress I made. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. And because I think when we think about the mountain, when we think about the top of the mountain, it's so it's so debilitating. And I also think that there are so many of us that are sitting there waiting, waiting for motivation or inspiration to hit us instead of recognizing yeah. that action is actually what creates those things, right? Yes. We do not get inspired to get into action. We get into action to get inspired. So Ooh. I talk so <laughs> I talk a lot about movement over mindset. It is so, mm. movement is so much more important. You don't have to have the right mindset or think positively to to get into action. Like, is it easier? Sure, 
right? But if you're sitting around waiting until all of your thoughts are perfect, you will never get into action. I am scared all the time, all the time. Yeah. And I still get into action. And I think that that's that's like, that's the secret. That's how to work through fear, right? Yeah. It's name it, it's name it, right? And then just get your feet moving. So one thing I'll tell people when they feel like they're sort of drowning in that anxiety or in that fear is I call it, it's new, I call it the PAD method. So P-A-D. So we pause and get present. You get present in your body because the reality is your body can only ever be in the present moment. It can't be anywhere else. Your thoughts can be all over the place. Sure. Your body can only ever be here. So you pause and get present. You acknowledge it. You name what's going on. That doesn't give that any power. It takes that power back to you. Like recently I'm like, I am drowning in anxiety over this book I'm writing. So I like name it. And then you do something. So either do something to move you forward into what you want to create or just get up and move your body yeah. because that is when we are just stuck in our thoughts, that's the paralysis. Mm, so good. I truly believe that if you change your habits, you can change your life. Our life is the result of the habits that we practice daily. Improving your life isn't about making some scary, drastic change overnight, It's about meeting yourself where you're at and making small changes over time that you can actually stick with, but you've got to start small to stay consistent, which is why I put together a free healthy habits checklist to help you do just that. Download my free PDF to set your intentions for what small healthy habits you are going to start practicing today. There's a place for you to check them off the list and celebrate every single baby step along the way. You can download yours for free at coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or you can click the link below. Again, that's coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or click the link in the show notes to download yours today for free. Start changing your life, friend, one healthy habit at a time. You know, I... I think this damn framework is so stinking powerful and and I just see how it can apply to every aspect of our lives. I think I want to come back to the first D, which is kind of like the decide and declare. I think there's so many people who have these little whispers of dreams or goals on their heart or like this feeling of like, I would like to do that someday. Yeah. But they Mm -hmm. never give themselves permission to take action or to actually admit that they want the thing. Like how do we – I guess what if what if someone is struggling to even give themselves permission to try something new? Yeah, okay, so man, every question you ask, I'm like, "Oh, there's so much gold in there." So, one thing I want to talk about is the difference between permission and support. Because we go through life unconsciously asking people for permission all the time. "Hey, I'm thinking about starting this business. What do you think?" or "I'm thinking about quitting my job. Do you think that I should?" Or like even smaller things like, "Thinking about starting to date again. Like, what are what are your thoughts on that?" And the problem with permission is that when we ask other people for permission, they try it on for themselves. And if they are at all uncomfortable, they will start to eat away at your dream Mm. because they want to keep you safe. Like a permission is like when we write permission slips for our kids, it's like, it's, it's like relieving responsibility, right? But it's like, so 
Instead, we ask for support, which is a totally different energy. I will Mm -hmm. tell you, when I decided to get pregnant with my third child as a solo parent, all the th- as an entrepreneur, there were people who were not excited about it, who like I either haven't spoken to since or have just like expressed their discontent as if they were asked for their opinion. But um, but I went into it with a different way. I said, look, I am doing this great thing. I would love your support. But if you're not comfortable with that, that's okay. Because the difference is when you ask somebody for their support, their decision about whether or not to support you will not change your decision about whether or not to do it. Mm, That's good. So when we talk about the decide and declare, I have been shocked by how many people have done exactly what you said, which is they don't know what their big, bold, crazy dream is. Yeah. And I think that's because we have forgotten how to dream like children. Totally. Like when we dream now, we immediately say, oh, well, that couldn't work because I've got all these responsibilities or, you know, there's so many other people who do something similar. So I actually created something and your listeners can get it on my website and I, it's called Uncover and Ignite Your Big, Bold, Crazy Dream. And it is five days and it's a, it's a free program that I created. It is five days, which walks you through figuring out what your big, bold, crazy dream is. And you start by like dreaming like a child, like taking the filter off. And then we get more focused into what is the thing that you want more than anything else. And I use trip as a filter for that. So you ask yourself, am I willing to make this my top priority? That's the T. Am I willing to resource it with time, energy, money, focus? Is it inspiring? Is it something that I'm moving towards? And when it gets hard, because it always gets hard, it will carry me through. And then is it personal? Is it our dream as opposed to something Mm -hmm. that somebody else has imposed upon us? And so when you have decided on that, then you say, this is the thing, right? This is the thing I'm going to go after for now until it no longer makes sense to do so. Then you start with these layered declarations where you start small and you just tell like two to three people who are going to be your biggest cheerleaders. Usually not actually like your mom, your siblings. <laughs> like usually somebody <laughs> you know is like, like all their job is to cheer you on. And then, because that helps you build that foundation. And then you, as you're feeling a little more confident, a little more clarity around what it is that you're creating, you expand that out to like a support system. So those are more of your close friends, the people who love you. Then you grow out a little bit further out a little bit further, out a little bit further. So then when you're feeling like more solid, that's when you start really declaring it out to people. And because you want people to eventually like poke holes in it, right? Like you don't want blind support. You want to say, I'm starting this business and you want somebody to say like, oh, do you understand that, um, you know, other people have done X, Y, Z and you want to say, yes, and I have thought this through. I have have three sisters. My one sister is like the one when I'm like ready for holes to be poked. I'm like, hey, (laughs) let me tell you about this thing. And then she's like, well, that's not going to work for this reason. And I'm like, yes, it will for this reason. (laughs) And so that's the layered declarations, right? So you, with the decide, you figure out what's your yes. And you also figure out what's your why. Do that. And then use those to create what I call the damn manifesto. And then you declare out in layered declarations. And that 
builds that momentum to really create amazing things. That is incredible. Can you repeat one more time where they can find this? And I'll make sure we link it in the show notes as well. Yeah. You can just go to my website, which is bevanferrand.com. And it's like right on the homepage. It says like, uncover and ignite your big dream. And just that's it. Beautiful. And I was about to ask you a question, but you actually explained it perfectly there. When you talk about the layering of your declarations, because I think so many of us, we have this new big, bold idea and I am guilty of this myself, right? I like, I'm in the shower one morning, I come up with this brilliant idea. And then instead of slowly stewing on it myself, I start telling everybody around me, which can sometimes be good, but sometimes they squash the dream before I've even allowed it to simmer enough. And so the way you kind of work on these declarations and building this foundation is that it protects your idea and protects your hope and vision for the idea so that it can build and you can build that confidence before you immediately shout it out in the world to be immediately squashed. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I have three children. I would trust some people with my newborn and others I'm going to like hand the toddler to, right? Like, sure. <laughs> like I'm probably not going to leave the newborn with you overnight. But so it's the same with our dreams. Um, one of my former clients has a t-shirt company and she talks about, you know, we don't have to, it's, this, there's this feeling like you have to shout it from the rooftops to like prove your bravery. And that's how you show I'm really showing up. She's like, you can get started, then clap for your own damn self, right? Like yeah. celebrate your wins, get excited and still share it with the world when you're ready. Right. It's not, it doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you scared. It doesn't make it not valid or not worth enough for you to share it. The first declaration is to yourself. It is like, think it, like be like, yep, I really want that. Say it out loud, write it in a journal, but just say, you know what? That's the thing I want. And I, maybe it doesn't make any sense, but that's the thing on my heart that I want more than anything else. Then we start with a couple people and you, like I said, you just, you build it up because you know what? Not everybody gets to know your special dream right away. You can protect it a little bit. Yeah. I, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation selfishly. Number one, Bevan, because when you were talking about the permission versus support, I felt personally called out because I totally do that. I crowdsource all of the opinions. Like even when I'm sitting down to, at a new restaurant, I'm like, hmm, I was thinking about getting this. What are you guys getting? You know, like, are you like the server who has never met you? What do you yes, like? Yes, 100%. I'm what like, you what's like? your favorite thing? Perfect. Done. I am totally that person, Bevan. Yeah, that's okay. And um, right, it's okay. One of the things I'm working on, though, is becoming more decisive. And my words that I picked for this year were presence, trust, and intuition. Because I recognize my tendency to want other people to validate my opinions and belief before I validate it myself. So I'm just like, "Mm, I needed this conversation today, Bevan. And I know there are listeners that needed this too. So thank you so much. And start small. Here's the thing, right? Like start small when we're, if you're feeling like that that's been an issue for you and, and some of it is like setting boundaries and just being true to yourself and, but start small, start next time you go to dinner just choose, right? Like just look at the menu and choose because people are like, well, now I have to set all these boundaries. And I'm like, no, that's like, (laughs) like like, do your scrimmage first, right? Before you go to the Super Bowl. So you, because you do, again, it's that same thing. You just start to build momentum and feel more 
comfortable and and it's funny that you even say this cuz I'm being called out as even as I say it cuz I'm like oh my gosh I'm about to make a big move and I am I, for the past week I've been like what do you think and there's there's valid there's validity in asking for opinions and feedback sure. but I'm like waiting for the person to be like give me that permission. And I'm like, dang, I just got called out. <laughs> yes. And you know what I love about that, Bevan, is as a coach myself, and I know that that you as, as a coach and a business strategist, maybe you'll relate, but you know, the things I'm teaching the women inside of my community, I am teaching myself over and over again all the time, right? Like when we talk about these um, mountains, like coming back to the, the climbing, the mountain analogy is, or metaphor, whatever it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, it's not, there's no arrival, right? Like, yes, right. we can make it to the top of the mountain, but there's another one around the corner. And I feel like this life journey, this business journey, entrepreneurship journey, um, I'm sure motherhood journey for you. I mean, it is a constant learning process, a learning and growing pro process till the day we die, I think. Yeah. Well, and that's why, and, and you and I are very similar in that we laugh a lot, we smile a lot, we're very outgoing. And so that's why I say all the time, I am scared all the time. Like yeah. I name it and own it when I have anxiety around things. I share when something didn't work out the way that I wanted it to, because it seems to me that in our society, we have this fear of showing vulnerability mm -hmm. and showing mistakes and what people might call failures. And so I am super transparent about, like I already told you, like my first entrepreneur journey was not a success and I have made mistakes. It's why I share openly about my kids being IVF babies, because these are stories that when we don't share them, people feel more isolated and alone. Totally. And so when we share them, we're doing, we're giving people such a gift. So yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, I do not do life perfectly <laughs> <laughs> um, at all. And, um, but I keep showing up. Mm, and that's what matters for sure. Yeah. Looking to save more money and invest for your future? It's never been easier than with Acorns. Download the app, sync to your debit or credit cards, and automatically round up every purchase you make to mindlessly save and invest your money without any added work. Set up recurring investments to increase your savings and investment fund and watch your money build with time without even thinking about it. Listen, I know nothing about saving and investing, but I've been using Acorns for a couple of years now, and I now have enough money to take a vacation to Europe with my husband, and the best part, I didn't even notice it happening. Join me and you'll get a free $5 investment to start saving and investing for your future too. Click the link in the show notes and get started with Acorns today. You know, you talked about sharing your story and being vulnerable about that. Um, I know that there are a few different ways that you do that. One of the ways is you are a speaker, right? You yeah. share your story. Can, can we hear more about you as a speaker? Yeah. Yeah. So I, my, I have a speech that, or a keynote that I give primarily, which is called Take the Damn Chance. And it's about turning like the unexpected twists and turns into your big, bold, wonderful life. And I teach the damn framework and I teach it in a way of each – piece showing them how I used it, right? Like with decide and declare, I talk about being laid off 
and how I use that to create my business. And with a tender own party, I talk about losing my home in a house fire and that we can't choose what happens to us, but we can always choose how we respond. And we can take what I like to call 100% radically loving responsibility for our role in the experience of our life. Ooh, that's good. It's not about blame and fault and shame. It's about understanding that I am 100% responsible for how I show up, but not how things end up. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a it's such a revelation in that distinction to say, you know, cuz we show up in conversations and in life, and we're like, oh, that's not going the way I want it to. And it's like, well, that's not my responsibility. My responsibility is just showing up. And then I talk about losing my dad um, in the moments, not minutes, and how I I chose to stay really, really present when I went to visit him and when he was in the hospital for his cancer. And I just decided to stay present. I decided to write this letter to him. I decided to hand it to him. And I called him when I got back home and he was like, oh my gosh, that letter meant so much to me. Thank you. And that's the last time I spoke to him because he passed Mm. away the next day. Wow. And then I talk about the now is the time and I talk about having Miracella, my my miracle baby. Um, So I love this and it is, again, it's to me and, and, you know, I hope your listeners will then like hear this and then reach back out and, and say to you really like, once you see these in your life, you see how they can really affect anything. They can affect your health, right? Like, are you deciding and declaring what you want your your body and your life experience to be and staying present and getting into action? Like they can, I use this all the time with my children, moment by moment, because it's not like a big <laughs> declaration, even this morning. My daughter is five and I looked at her and I was like, oh, you are making some red choices. That's what her priest said. <laughs> but I literally stopped and I like got really, really present and I acknowledged that I was frustrated and I took a breath and I said, okay, what kind of mom do I want to show up as right now? And so we can use it for everything. <laughs> so powerful. So Bevan, for those people, you know, I, I'm dying to be in the room to hear you speak. And maybe one day, I don't know, I'll just hire you to come speak to me and a group of women I put together. I'm going to manifest <laughs> that and speak that out in the world because I'm hoping to host my first um, women's event. So this is oh, me just uh, yeah. putting it out in the world. But if people you can't- deciding and declare- you I know, I'm just deciding. <laughs> yep. I'm just declaring it right here and now. This is where it was decided. <laughs> Um, but for maybe people that don't have the opportunity to be in a room to hear your talk, I hear that you have an exciting new project that's coming out soon that maybe could allow them to hear more about your story in their hands. Oh man, you are deciding and declaring this for me. (laughs) (laughs) I am in the middle of writing my book and it is in the middle of being shopped. Like we just finished the proposal. So hopefully... Oh man, hopefully within the next year, like that book will be out. So yes, I cannot wait. And again, it's called Take the Damn Chance. Because again, the Take the Damn Trip was so powerful and it really got us started. And 
I think that people started to confuse it about like you have to leave your home and you have to go take a vacation. And that's why I say it's really about taking this chance and taking it on yourself. So I cannot wait for this book to come out. It like I know it's my story, but it's really powerful. I'm really stinking good. So yeah, that's the that's the thing, right? So it's funny because like everyone listening, if you want to like go tell Ellen to get me out there so that the book can be <laughs> faster, like that's great. <laughs> yeah, let's just throw that out there. Why not? You don't know who's listening. You would never know. Well, I I'm so excited for you in this project. I am so excited to see how it unfolds and just to be able to hold that book in my hand one day, I totally believe it's going to change people's lives in a really big way. You know, I talk about how it was a book that changed my life that was a huge catalyst for my personal health journey. And I know that your book is going to be the same for a lot of people to help them take a chance on themselves. So I'm so excited for you for taking a chance on yourself on this big project. Thank you. And oh, it's just, it's going to be so stinking good. I have another question before we wrap up and maybe this is going to connect to stuff we've already talked about, but my podcast name is called Climbing because it's all about climbing this beautiful, messy journey of life. And I'm curious right now in this season, what is a mountain that you're currently climbing and what does that baby step look like for you? Oh yeah, that's so good. So my focus right now is around getting the message out there, right? So when, so I, when I, when I got laid off and I started my business, I started collaborate.work and I grew that like very successfully. And then I decided that if I never talked about another spreadsheet again, I would be okay (laughs) with that. So, and I said, if I got to talk about Mark and my kids and this framework every day, I would be I would be thrilled. Mm -hmm. So I shifted over to take the damn chance and all the damn things, right? Like just everything around that framework. So my mountain truly is staying committed to that Mm. and, and, and making the choices that moves that forward. So I talk in, like we talked about with decide and declare, right? I, I briefly said that we write our damn manifesto. Mm-hmm. And what that is, is our yes, which is like we run that through the trip filter. Like what's the thing that I want more than anything else? And then we build our why and I call it our six dimensional why because one why is never enough. So we talk about how does our, like that big, bold, crazy dream, how does that affect us financially, physically, emotionally, mentally, all these things. We come up with a really fully fleshed out why. And then it becomes your damn manifesto, which is your yes in order to why. So like mine is, I want to share the damn framework with as many people as possible in as many ways as possible in order to create a thriving, successful business that both supports and inspires my family. Mm. So that's it. So whenever something comes up, I hold it up to that damn manifesto and say, does this move this forward or not? And that's the thing I have to stay really focused and present on. And so sometimes my baby steps are saying no. Ooh, that is so good. Because that's it, right? Like if I got to just move this message forward through being on podcasts like yours, through speaking engagements, through writing the book, that and then that inspires the people that I love the most, mm-hmm. then that's it. That's the mountain that I continually have to stay on, right? Because that's the thing. Sometimes you want to jump mountains. 
You're like, the view looks kind of nice over there though. <laughs> over there. <laughs> and so we jump. And so mine is like staying here. That is so good. I can get very distracted by shiny objects. So again, I feel like I needed this conversation today, Bevan. Okay. So before I let you go, how can people connect with you and all of the exciting things that you have going on in your world? It's so funny because you and I both know we're like, we could talk for hours. Like this could be like a seven (laughs) series podcast. Yes. Okay. So the best way to connect with me is just to go to bevanferrand.com. That has everything. It's where you can connect with the Take the Damn Chance community. It's where you can get that big, bold, you know, uncover and ignite your big, bold, crazy dream training program. It's where you can book me to speak. It's where it's it's everything. And I mean, I'm I'm everywhere is Bevan Farrand or Take the Damn Trip. So like Instagram, Facebook, it's all Bevan Farrand. Perfect. And we'll make sure to link all of those things in the show notes too. So you guys can check below this episode and go and check out Bevan. Uh, Bevan, thank you so much for being here. I am just so happy that this relationship has been established and that we are instant best friends. I just appreciate you sharing your heart and your story, and I can't wait to share it with my community. So I just appreciate you so much. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for the message that you share with the world, because I know it is so powerful. And we are all climbing our mountains. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes we try to compare those to other people like, well, hers is more difficult or mine is you know, different. And the reality is that like the most important mountain is the one that you are on. Mm. And so it doesn't matter what other people are going through. Like I say that with love, right? Like it matters, but we, when we compare ourselves to the others, it's just, we can always make ourselves feel better or worse by doing that. So just really staying present. And, And the thing I'll say kind of at the end is One thing I tell people all the time, because they hear my story and they're like, oh my gosh, like you said, how did you get through this? How do you manage it? And what I'll say is we never know what's going to happen to us, like to us, to our friends, to our family, Mm -hmm. to our jobs. And that's not a reason to live scared, but it Mm. is a reason to live fully. Ooh, ooh. We just, we need to end it right there. Gosh, (laughs) y'all. Like write that on a post-it note, stick it on your mirror read it every single day. I'm going to do that myself. It's not enough of a reason to live scared, but it is a reason to live fully. Y'all take the damn chance on yourself. Take the damn trip. Have the damn baby. Do all the damn things. (laughs) Bevan, thank you. You are such a light in this world and I just appreciate you so much. Thank you. Bye everyone. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.